0: Sometimes you you just never know what's gonna happen to you as a result of certain life experiences and happenings and situations and scenarios. Well, we're gonna tell you a story today and familiarize you with something that happened to a phenomenal young lady that just came out as a result of an experience she had through reading a book. And I'm particularly impressed with this because um, it kind of motivated her to identify similar situations in our community and try to address the problem that existed as a result of her reading that book. And I won't get too far into it because I'm going to let her tell her own story. This is A Call to Action, and I'm your host, Alex Haversham. and it's my absolute pleasure to be interviewing Miss Sabrina Ellis Friday today, who is a businesswoman in our community, and she'll talk about all of our businesses but we want to put particular emphasis on a nonprofit that she started a few months ago, ago called Mother's Nest. And Mother's Nest is grown by leaps and bounds. The whole community is familiar with it, most of them. And it's making a measurable difference in our community. And it kind of touches my heart. And I'm sure it would touch yours too. When you find out more about Miss Friday and Mother's Nest, how you doing, Miss Friday?
1: Amazing! Thank you so very much for having me on your show and asking. So, thank you. I'm doing quite well, sir.
0: Okay. Well, when you told me the story, you first began with reading a book, I think, and yeah. that kind of prick your conscientiousness as it relates to a situation that was going on in the book, but in thinking about it, you said, well, that's mirrored in our community, and somebody needs to do something about it, and you decided to do that, so you got the floor.
1: Okay, well, thank you, and you're exactly right. It's. um, I was shopping, actually, in Goodwills. I like Goodwills. It's, to me, it's a good stress reliever to go there and shop around and actually seeing all the books that people donate to others. As they say, one man um, garbage is another person's treasure. So I found this book. Um, it was written by a professor called Leon Dash. And the title was uh, the Rosalie Cunningham story. So I was like, hmm, And then when I read the back, it talked about how Rosalie represents the majority of the underclass women, which consists of women who are uh, living well below poverty level, who are um, in and out of prison, who are um, singly head of household, who's living on government assistance, just to name a few. And I said, you know, when I was a police officer here in Macon, Georgia, Rosalie represents most, if not all, of the women that I came in contact with that I arrested or assisted on a day-to-day basis. So I said, I must get this book. So once I got more into book, I realized there was more and more people in the community that could relate to the Rosalie with being that family unit of single household, raising the kids on their own. And, you know, it's no secret to you, Mr. Hammond or myself for that matter, that predominantly in the state of Georgia, predominantly African-American males are incarcerated. So if you ask yourself just that one question, if they're incarcerated, who's helping the young mothers raise their babies that they leave behind while they're serving that sentence? And then you think really no one other than the limited government assistance that they get. So I knew that in reading that, that I had to be a part of a solution to this madness and this problem. So that's why even with Rosalie and my law enforcement background and seeing that and putting two and two together created a mother's nest Mother's Nest, I got started on it in December of last year, but I actually received a tax determination letter actually this year, this uh, this March 22nd of 2023, is when we actually became an official 501c3. So that's basically the history of Mother's Nest and how I got my start in that.
0: Okay, now what does Mother, what's the mission and the vision?
1: Right, absolutely. Mother's Nest mission is to help young mothers become the best version of themselves and raise healthy babies with the community involvement and support. Some of the activities that we do is parenting training. And when we say parenting, it's a unit. It's teaching them how to become educated with our partnership with the central Georgia tech, if they need their high school or GED. Then we also teach them about parenting, the proper way of putting on the diaper, bonding, how the importance of breastfeeding versus bottle feeding, because you're getting more nutrients directly to, um, the, your baby. We teach them how the ABCs, which is always put your baby alone in the crib, also on its back and, Also, um, if you don't have a crib, you can always get one through Mother's Nest because we donate it. And if you don't have a crib, you can also use a bassinet. So we teach them the importance of the ABCs. The baby should sleep alone on its back or in its crib or bassinet. Then we also add on financial literacy, teaching them how to get a checking account, how to balance their checkbooks, how, if you have $500, what portion of that should be set aside for your bills and whatever you have left. So we're teaching them, we're building them how they can become the better version of themselves through the activities and the programs that we have. So we also have mothers and babies, which is a, a program that teach them about uh, parenting your resilience how important it is how stressors in their life can affect how they um, be parents in their kids life so how to deal with those everyday stressors so we also also teach them about that and if they may have a need we teach give them diapers and car seats and wipes and cribs and strollers uh, $25 gas cards in case they need money to get to doctor's appointments we also give them transportation to take them to school or to uh, doctor's appointments or any other grocery stores if they have a need to go those places as well because mothers nest try to meet them where they're at with no judgment and get them where they need to go to become a better person within the society
0: well one thing I can say so this is it's not that's not a hand down that you're doing. It's a hand up, you know, and I think that that's important. And I think that's why, and you could talk a little bit about funding where you've got it and how much you need and what your future plans are. But I think when one sees that you're not just trying to give handouts, you know, but you're trying to give hand ups by providing those peripheral services to these people. With the hope that, you know, and not putting words in your mouth and you can comment, uh, moving them from point A, which is a lower position, to point Z, which is a higher position, and providing those resources and those services uh, to those young mothers. And and then the truth of the matter is, um, maybe too many people don't realize how. You know, when one person is not doing well, it affects all of us one way or the other. And the, reason right. I, and the reason I said that is because it behooves us to try to uplift the community, like what you're doing with these mothers, with these babies, because we want them to grow up healthy, and then they, they don't become an infringement on the system, and they become productive. You know, so then we, we all win when they become productive. And we're going to get back to um, a mother's nest. But talk for another two or three minutes about Rosalie, because that was a motivational factor. in you're saying that hey, this situation is mirrored in our community. And I know you don't want to tell the whole story, but just kind of talk about it so we can kind of identify with how prevalent this scenario is.
1: Absolutely. And what's important for all of us to understand when it comes to mother with when it comes to Rosalie is that she made the decision that any mother would find themselves in on a day to day basis. She went to Department of Family and Children's Services asking for help saying, hey, I have these eight kids. I'm lost. I need some help. So because of her educational background, because she was never taught to read, then she was turned away because she couldn't uh, complete the five page application because she couldn't read. So mm. that forced Rosalie into survival mode, just like we find our mothers here when they're missing that element of their father being missing in the home is by any means necessary. So Rosalie taught her kids survival by any means necessary. She taught them how to sell drugs. She taught them how to make drugs. She taught them how to shoplift. If they needed a new coat, they would go into a department store with their hand-me-down coat that they would get from, if you will, a Salvation Army or Goodwill. take that off and go into a department store with their brand new coat, put that one on and put the old coat. On top of that, so that's shoplifting. She taught them that trade. She taught her bait her daughters how to use their bodies by any means necessary through prostitution to bring in, you know, money into the household. Because in their minds, okay, we got to help our mom by any means necessary, and it's so important that. People understand when men are present, they always tell the father their kid, you're the man of the house, so then you have to do whatever it takes to make ends meet. So that's Rosalie telling her kids that, hey, we got to do whatever it takes by any means necessary, and if that means selling our bodies, uh, cooking drugs, selling drugs, shoplifting, by any means necessary. But the sad part of that is because Rosalie and her kids, none of them, none of her eight kids uh, received a high school education and none of them had proper health care that Rosalie, she passed away at a very early age that we see young people in our community passing away at a very young age because of lack of nutrition and um, medical care. She died of HIV because of sharing needles and having sexual intercourse with so many different partners by her method of any means necessary. Her son um, got in the game. He um, killed someone during a gang and then the gang member came and retaliated against her family and killed her grandson, gang violence that we see in our community. So everything that the Rosalie story talked about is prominent in our community today. And what a lot of people in our community don't click together is that The Rosalie's are the ones that result in the recidivism in our community from that bottom tier of people when they don't get the resources and the help that they need, they're going to in and out of jail, commit the criminal offense that uh, affects all of us because in our property, um, the crime rate in our state goes up from that recidivism because As I said at the beginning, we could be a part of the solution or we can be a part of the problem. And Rosalie is teaching me to be absolutely part of the solution to prevent more problems, such as what Rosalie family uh, consisted of.
0: Talk a little bit about the track record, you know, maybe the number of mothers that you have helped How? what other kind of resources and help? that you may need, or uh, any particular stories, uh, success stories, or stories. Uh, yeah. Because I know you've done several things and activities, but you know, so talk a little bit more specifically about the track record, maybe some of the events, or maybe some scenarios or happenings.
1: And it's kind of touching in my heart is that a lot of people, would say these women just want handouts and they don't want to help or whatever. But that's not true. When we partnered with the Central Georgia Technical College at our second event that was in um, August, we had 10 of our 22 women that signed up for the GED program. And we're providing transportation to them and they're gonna finish next year with their GED, which is going to afford them to have more opportunities. And they said, they're not gonna stop there. Once they get their GED and they're already in the system, they're gonna go on to cosmetology school, to be an EMT, to be mechanics, to be truck drivers, because now all mother's nest needed to do is plant the seed that you can do it. And you just need a little help and Mother's Nest is there to help them. We also seeing they are using the products that we give them before we were getting calls from the Atrium Health and Piedmont Hospital that the women were recycling their um, the diapers because they didn't have any. And since mm-hmm. Mother's Nest is providing the diapers to them anytime they need them, that rate is, is declining where women uh, are going to the hospital with less and less baby infections because they're actually getting clean diapers that's a plus from mother's nest and also we're getting more and more feedback from the health department on breastfeeding since we did our mothers and babies program about the importance of breastfeeding more women are showing up getting the free breast uh, feeding kit and training so we have a lot of programs that are being successful, and we're monitoring that by the feedback that we the feedback that we get from our partners and also from our mothers.
0: That's a, that's so very very outstanding. So, I mean, I know that you get intimately involved because what was the scenario where this young lady went to the hospital or something, and you don't need to call her name, but what was that yeah. scenario?
1: She was. Um... I became a doula and I will talk about that in a, in a second because she, well, actually I'll talk about it. Now I became a doula because I felt that. The, now you got
0: to tell people what a doula is.
1: Oh, a doula. I thought everybody knows what a doula no, is. You no. don't want to do what a doula is a doula. A lot of people think a doula is a midwife. A doula is actually an advocate for a pregnant woman where you're speaking up on her behalf because she may don't have the educational ba- background to stand up for herself and she's in pain, but as- afraid to speak up. So the doula assist her during her pregnancy with support. If she's stressed, she calls you and you help her minimize that stressor. You take her to the hospital, you massage her head Anything to make the birthing process a lot smoother and easy for her because a lot of women in the state of Georgia die from maternal uh, mortality rate is very high, as you know that the um, Senator uh, war not just spoke about that and I think another. Uh, Government official with the state of Georgia spoke about how high it is for the state of Georgia. So I said, you know what, that's just another tool in my toolbox. So the story that uh, came up recently, one of my mothers within mother's nest, she went to the hospital and she um, went to her OB and she was complaining of passing out at work. And he said, oh, that's normal. Okay. Well, to me, that's really not normal. He sent her home. And then maybe 30 minutes later, she passed out at work and she was uh medevac, not medevac, but transported to the ambulance, to the hospital. And when I got there, I activated my doula where she was in the hospital without any socks on walking around on that cold floor without socks she didn't have on a proper gown, all the backside was out. But once I got there and introduced myself as her doula, she got the socks with a nonstick thing on the floor. She got another gown, she got a blanket. And those are some of the things that doula uh, a doula does is basically be there for the woman, be her advocate when she can't uh, be there for herself. So we are definitely intimately involved in their level of care and making sure all mothers become the best version of themselves with Mother's Nest support and the community support.
0: What is your next activity? What's on the horizon for Mother's Nest?
1: Well, the next event that we have, there's a couple of things that we have with Mother's Nest. Um, The first one, we have an event on uh, November 18th which is the part two of the mothers and babies uh, training. So it's gonna be a recap on what they learned before and some other um, activities that they're gonna learn about stressors as the holidays get near and funding. And then we also coupled that with financial literacy so they can learn how to manage manage their money during um, their holiday seasons because a lot of them are unemployed and need Mother's Nest assistance. And that's why it's so important for myself as the executive director of Mother's Nest to get out in the front of the businesses, the business leaders, nonprofit um, philanthropists that actually in the state of Georgia and Macon that has already donated through, you know, their love and support of want to give back to the community. They have been a a very big part. Uh, I would give shout outs to people like the Griffith Foundation, who gave money to help the cause of Mother's Nest, the Peyton Anderson Center, who believe in the cause of helping and giving back, the Atrium Health. Some of our uh, partners, recent partner was uh, Georgia Power, giving back. So that's just to name a couple of companies that actually believe in the cause and standing up for the mission on giving back to the community that they dearly serve.
0: Okay, but you know what, you might be pricking somebody's heart who might want to make a 50 cent donation, you know, every little bit helps.
1: Oh, and every bit helped. And I definitely want to thank the Black Pages, the Middle Georgia Black Pages for their donation as well. So no donation is too little or too big for a mother's nest because every little bit helps. Every little bit helps.
0: You you making people think the Black Pages gave you 50 (laughs) cents?
1: Well, they gave me, um, I'm not going to say, but I'm going to say that Black Pages did. It, coupled with those other organizations that I named uh, okay. did help <laughs> out Mother's yes. Nest. You can feel free to add that part they, out.
0: They know better. So how can one <laughs> how can one how can one uh, help you? So let's talk a little bit about donations and funding assistance, but also talk about other kind of resources that you would like to bring in. You know, maybe Uh, Do you need any help with volunteerism? Uh, So, talk about donations first. Is there a donate button on your website?
1: It is. um, And thank you for reminding me anybody could donate to Mother's Nest. It's mothersnestga.org. That's Mother's Nest all together, ga.org. That's our webpage. And you just press that button to learn more about Mother's Nest and how to donate. And there's no donation, it's too small or too large for Mother's Nest. And also, all the donations are tax deductible. And it says that also on our website.
0: How about volunteerism?
1: Always need volunteers. And when I was in Mercer and I was working on my degree with human services, a lot of um, people can get credit hours by volunteering through their internship because there's helping the need and, you know, social studies and also through giving back uh, the psychology degree from Mercer and human services, all of those fields can get volunteer hours. So we welcome anybody who wants to, who have a heart in the need, who wants to donate.
0: That's and you amazing. can and I know that you were interested in some counseling services, so I've asked that young lady to give you a call about that too. Well, I want to uh, take just a couple of minutes and congratulate you. I mean, you know, it's nothing short of a phenom what you have been able to do with this organization in the less than a year, and you are making an impact and you're making a difference in the community measurably and people can see what you're doing and it behooves the community uh, to support you and to support enough Nest and what you are doing because uh, a rising tide raises the whole ship. And as these young people, these mothers and these babies do better, then we are all elevated through that scenario. So I just want to thank you uh, for all you do. And uh, give them the name of that book again. Rosalie
1: Story by Leon Dash.
0: The Rosalie Story by Leon Dash. And and she hasn't mentioned it because we're not far enough long to tease it, but uh, she's working on doing a play, you know, and so you will hear more about that later. Uh, the Black Pages, of course, is going to be supported in that, supportive in that, initiative and in that endeavor. So give the website again.
1: MothersNestGA.org. Nest about
0: somebody wants to get in touch with you? Do they, should well, they email you? Or?
1: Yes, it, they can call 478-228-5562. Once again, 478-228-5562. And that's the Mother's Nest direct uh, cell phone line. That's open 24-7. So if you call with questions about uh, Mother's Nest or you wanna give a donation or volunteer, you can reach me at that number, 478-228-5562.
0: This is a call to action. I'm your host, Alex C. Habersham, having interviewed Miss Sabrina Ellis Friday. Incidentally, she's the niece of the former mayor, uh, Mayor Jack Ellis. Uh, he's an uncle, and they uh, got a long history in our community, and we appreciate all that they do. So that means you from good stock. So congratulations on all of your success, all that you are doing, all that you will do, and we look forward to phenomenal support from the community for everything that you do. You got thirty seconds for a final statement.
1: Oh, the final statement is also the ultimate ultimate goal of Mother's Nest is to um, create a women transitional center right here in the state of Georgia. And that will help with um, the homeless women that we actually see in the community because as you know, there we have the wonderful Warman Center. We also have the wonderful, Salvation Army, Goodwill, Rescue Mission, but all of those are, are co-ed. And women do better in their own space with their children, and we don't have that. And so we are working, we meaning Mother's Nest has written a proposal that will be presented very, very soon to uh, Mayor Miller and the Bibb County Commissioners to actually seek funding for this very needed project within the um, Making in Bibb County. So I'm very excited about presenting that to our city leaders because this is such a needed cause in our community that we serve, which is women and children.
0: This is a call to action. I'm your host, Alexey Havisham. Thank you to Ms. Sabrina Ellis Friday, founder and executive director of Mother's Nest. Keep up the good work and have a great day.
1: www.makingblackpages.com.